In an ancient, though not very populous settlement, in a retired corner of one of the New England states, arise the walls of a seminary of learning, which, for the convenience of a name, shall be entitled Harley College. This institution, though the number of its years is inconsiderable compared with the hoar antiquity of its European sisters, is not without some claims to reverence on the score of age. For an almost countless multitude of rivals, by many of which its reputation has been eclipsed, have sprung up since its foundation. At no time, indeed, during an existence of nearly a century, has it acquired a very extensive fame, and circumstances, which need not be particularized, have, of late years, involved it in a deeper obscurity. There are now few candidates for the degrees that the college is authorized to bestow. On two of its annual commencement days, there has been a total deficiency of baccalaureates, and the lawyers and divines, on whom doctorates in their respective professions are gratuitously inflicted, are not accustomed to consider the distinction as an honor. Yet the sons of this seminary have always maintained their full share of reputation in whatever paths of life they trod. Few of them, perhaps, have been deep and finished scholars, but the college has supplied what the emergencies of the country demanded, a set of men more useful in its present state, and whose deficiency in theoretical knowledge has not been found to imply a want of practical ability. The local situation of the college, so far secluded from the sight and sound of the busy world, is peculiarly favorable to the moral, if not to the literary, habits of its students, and this advantage probably caused the founders to overlook the inconveniences that were inseparably connected with it. The humble edifices rear themselves almost at the farthest extremity of a narrow vale, which, winding through a long extent of hill country, is well-nigh as inaccessible, except at one point, as the happy valley of Abyssinia. A stream, that farther on becomes a considerable river, takes its rise at a short distance above the college, and affords along its wood-fringed banks many shady retreats, where even study is pleasant and idleness delicious. The neighborhood of the institution is not quite a solitude, though the few habitations scarce constitute a village. These consist principally of farmhouses, of rather an ancient date, for the settlement is much older than the college, and of a little inn, which even in that secluded spot does not fail of a moderate support. Other dwellings are scattered up and down the valley, but the difficulties of the soil will long avert the evils of a too dense population. The character of the inhabitants does not seem, as there was perhaps room to anticipate, to be in any degree influenced by the atmosphere of Harley College. They are a set of rough and hardy yeomen, much inferior, as respects refinement, to the corresponding classes in most other parts of our country. This is the more remarkable, as there is scarcely a family in the vicinity that has not provided, for at least one of its sons, the advantages of a liberal education. Having thus described the present state of Harley College, we must proceed to speak of it as it existed about eighty years since, when its foundation was recent and its prospects flattering.